Hello and welcome to the Sports Comedy Show. I'm Paul Solano, the creator and host of the show. This is another edition of Talk Radio. Today is Friday, November 27th. It's the day after Thanksgiving. There has to be the morning after. Cowboys are probably playing that song. Plus, we had another big day yesterday, or a big game. The first one in the morning was the turkey stuffer, I called it, which was Detroit and um, Houston. Turns out I got stuffed on that one. We'll cover those uh, um, in Sports Recap in a minute or two. First, it is the weekend. It is the holiday weekend, so hopefully everybody has some good plans lined up and had a little too much turkey yesterday. Today's the day to get out there and work it off. Now, if you've been to the website, I just love saying that. So here's what's up. I put a new page up. I got a Raider Nation page up. And it's been getting good traffic, so I'm excited about that. If you haven't seen it, check it out. Go to the website, go to the Raider Nation page. Plus, it's a new page, so I'll be adding information. I'll be doing previews and reviews. But first, I'll work Alright, Pete wants us to face the face. I think um, the Cowboys are going to have to face the face, or at least face the music. But as I was saying, I got a Raider Nation page up, and I'm going to be adding content. There'll be a preview before the games, and then the review after. So you'll have new content. Plus the funny football briefs, that page is still going. That's just the NFL page. So you've got two pages that will have current or new content um, on a weekly basis to keep you coming back and checking it out. So when you get a chance, Raider Nation page. And if you're not a Raider Nation page, if you're not a Raider fan, tell a Raider fan and uh, check it out. Because as time goes on, I'm going to put some funny stuff out there and some cool stuff as well. Next thing, are you on social media? Because I am, and I'd like to get my uh, uh, followers following Followership? I don't know, what's the word? Followers? Up? If you're on Twitter, you can follow me at Sport Comedy Show. I had to drop the S, there weren't enough syllables. Sport Comedy Show. Just type in Sport Comedy Show, follow me on Twitter, because I've been doing video clips lately. Um, also on Facebook, I've been putting them out on Facebook, and I've been getting some good responses. At Facebook on Sports Comedy Show. Plus on Facebook, I have a, uh, a Facebook page for the sports comedy show as well. So if you're on Facebook or Twitter, you can follow me. Plus on Instagram, I'm Sports Comedy Show. You can follow me there too. I put a bunch of pictures and stuff. So if you're on the social media, which most of us are, I think, don't be afraid to find me and follow me. And I would certainly follow you back and uh, I'd love to see what you guys got out there as well. Okay, let's take a look. Let's start the sports recap. Again, we had two games yesterday. We had the, what I call the turkey stuffer, which was that first one in the morning. Houston and Detroit. Thought it was going to be a big day for Detroit. Turns out it was just an, just one of those days that go like this. Definitely, they forget the lines. It's just one of those days. 
stuffer. Turns out I got stuffed or sacked with the turkey stuffer. Started off good, wasn't a bad game in the beginning. Houston scored first and it looked like they were gonna make a good game or at least take control of the game. And that's what I expected. Um, the key there was it was a Thanksgiving day. This was not a normal game or a normal, because it's not a normal day. Uh, turns out Detroit had lost the last three Thanksgiving day games in a row. So I thought they were gonna break that streak. But then something happened. Then something happened all of a sudden. They, they took a lead, Houston comes back. It's a very close game. Then it's all about, oh, they fumbled. We just dropped the ball, we just fumbled the ball. Okay, a fumble happens. And then on the next side, oh, what fumbled. They just fumbled the ball, they just dropped the ball. Okay, now Houston scored. Houston's gonna take the lead, but Detroit gets the ball back. That's okay. Oh, but once again, they fumbled, they fumbled. They just dropped the ball and they fumbled. Three fumbles on three possessions. I think uh, the stat was three fumbles and eight snaps. All picked up by Houston right there in Detroit zone that put points on the board. Before you know it, it started, things started to slip away. Houston had 13 points in the first, 10 points in second. By halftime, it was starting to look like, well, Detroit's gonna be blowing this because it was just one of those days. So 23, 14 and a half, it only got worse in the third and fourth quarter. It was just one of those days. They just couldn't get it going. And you didn't expect that because it was um, Thanksgiving. It was in front of the whole crowd. But once again, it was. Yeah, that's what it was. That was. Days for the Lions. The numbers weren't pretty. Uh, big day for uh, Houston and, and Deshaun Watson now starting to come around and play some good ball. Sadly, he should have done, or if they were able to do this at the beginning of the season, then they could be in contention. But um, too little, too late as far as a playoff run goes. They are now four, four and seven, third place in the AFC South. Um, Detroit also is four and seven, but it was just a turkey day fun game, so no real major implications to the playoff pitcher. But Houston is uh, playing some good ball. J.J. Watts, I think, picked up one of those fumbles and ran it in. Um, Deshaun Watson, big day. Um, fantasy boys, whoever had him, that had to light up their scoreboard. He ends up with 318 yards, four TDs. That's big, that's big time production right there, four TDs. That probably got somebody 30 or 40 uh, uh, fantasy points. So, Houston takes this one. My stuffer went right down the toilet, but that's it. Because there was a second game. And this one I did talk about on uh, Wednesday, and at least this one I called right. I said, keep an eye on those Washington no-namers, as I call them. They call them the football team. Still no Logan. I don't understand that one. But anyway, they played Dallas, and Jerry Jones, there he was once again, up in the press with all his friends at the beginning of the game. And once again, by halftime, he was just Jerry Jones sitting by himself. I, that just cracks me up to see. It really does. So for the Cowboys, what happened? I really think it was just a case of this. It's just one of those things. 
one of those days for the Cowboys as well. It was just one of those days for the Cowboys. Nothing they could do worked. Um, we did not get a close game yesterday. We got two blowouts. As it turns out, uh, Washington scored 41 points, just like Houston in the first game. Um, this one, at least, I mean, the other game at least was semi-close in the first half. Dallas is getting pegged this morning for their coaching. Some questionable calls. They tried a, uh, what did they try? A, a trick play and then a, a, a trick punt. Didn't work. And then Mike McCarthy this morning or, or after the game, he kept saying, you know, we understand the trick plays. We believe in them. And you don't do them unless you believe in them. Well, do you believe that they just didn't work? Nothing they did work. Washington opened it up in the second half. You know, this was a bigger game than, than uh, they hyped it up to be. And this division has just been getting bashed all year long. And I'm not, and I'm going to admit, I, I too have been bashing this division. With good cause, this division is the worst of football of all division. But nonetheless, the point that I'm trying to make here is that this was a division game, and this is for the battle for first place. These two teams were tied um, with the miserable 3-7 and seven record. So this game had a lot of implication, and, and it does. And the game was in Dallas. It was on Thanksgiving. It was supposed to be a day that they looked good. They were the favorite. Andy Dalton had a good game last week. So what happened? It was just one of those days. And I won't play the song again this time. They couldn't do nothing right. The trick plays, the 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 running, play, the offense was uh, not on track. Andy Dalton did look terrible, and um, it's starting to become clear that maybe he's not going to be the answer. But who did look good, and who they're giving good praise to this morning, and I too agree, was Alex Smith. And everybody is so glad for Alex Smith for the Washington Football Team. If you remember, he, he had his glory days in Kansas City before Patrick Mahomes came. And he was a quality quarterback. Then he took a bad leg injury that literally knocked him down and out for like two years. And so he's found his way back. This is a perfect scenario. Um, now they're looking at this division. Well, you know, somebody's got to win this division. And Washington has now become the front runner. They are in first place. And I like Washington, and I like Alex Smith, and here's why. He doesn't have to be a phenomenal quarterback. He doesn't have to be great. He doesn't even have to be the old, really good Alex Smith. He's just got to be a quarterback that doesn't make mistakes. Because the rest of the division, they can't find a quarterback that doesn't make mistakes. I mean, that does make mistakes. That's all they do. Andy Dalton, if he's not getting picked off, he's getting sacked. Carson Wentz. He doesn't even know that he's playing in the NFL. It's just, it's one of those things. And then the Giants, um, uh, whatever that young kid's name is, he's simply not ready for prime time. So Alex Smith is the quarterback of this division. Good game for the Redskins. Good for them. And I guess we can't call them that Redskins. That might be politically incorrect. If you want to send an email about that and fight with me, you can send that to the sports comedy show at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. I guess they're the no-namers we got to call them. So, Alex Smith, big production. He went to Terry McLaren a couple times. Um, the running game was the biggest story there. Antonio Gibson is the new young stud for the no-namers. 115 yards, three touchdowns. He lit up somebody's fantasy points. 
Big win for the Redskins. Oops. Again, if you want to send me an email, because I'm politically incorrect, you can do that at the gmail.com, but we won't go there again either. Big win for them. The funniest part, there was Jerry Jones sitting in that press box or in those empty seats all by himself, just Jerry wearing a mask. It was one of those days. Those were your Thanksgiving days. Excitement plus there. Let's move on to the weekend, for it is the preview of week 12. What we're going to do is look at some of those games, but it's the weekend. It's the holiday weekend. So are you ready for the weekend? You know, we work all week. We try to have a little fun in our lives. And sometimes we get stuck with working for the weekend. And this could be a weekend to get out there and have a little fun because it is Thanksgiving. So if you're out there working for the weekend, if you're, wet, if you're getting ready for your football, this is the time to do it. start with the Raiders-Falcon games. So hold on. These guys have been working for the weekend. It's the weekend for the Raiders and Falcons to be football. One of these teams going off the weekend. Alright, let's take a look. What we got we got the Raiders, who had the tough loss um, last week to Kansas City there at the Death Star. Should have won it. Couldn't control the clock down the, down the end. I talked about that on Monday morning quarterback. They go to Atlanta, 3-7. and seven. Atlanta, you know, even though they lost last week, they tried to maintain with New Orleans, but that Taysom Hill was the new star, wasn't able to do it. However, Atlanta has been playing better ball of late. Before that, they had won three in a row. Um, so this one here, what you see is the fact that can the Raiders take that show on the road and do what they need to do? And I think they do. Derek Carr is, um, is, is going to be doing what he does and that's scrambling and throwing. A lot of these Raiders have been coming back from the COVID. That was one of kind of the bummers last week. Um, three or four of the defensive guys. And uh, that hurt them last week. That's why they gave up so many points to Kansas City. So the key here is the Raiders are going to need to get back on this game defensively. And if they can, I, I, like, the, I like the chances of them going into Atlanta and, and coming out of there with a win. Now on the other side of the ball, you're, you're going to have the, the Atlanta offense. And what you're going to see is going to be Ryan. His question is, can Matt Ryan do what he's been doing? And then Todd Gurley. So the defense is going to have to slow down Gurley, and they're going to have to keep an eye on, um, on the rest of the group here. If they can slow them down defensively, we know the Raiders' offense are going to score. We know, we know Carr's going to find, um, he's going to find Booker, he's going to, he's going to find um, Aguilar, who's been a big production now, and he's going to find Renfro, and Darren Waller's going to find the end zone possibly too. So we know the offense is going to do it. The Raiders still got a good plus ratio. I like the Raiders in this one. The key here is going to be their defense. They're going to have to slow down Matt Ryan, keep them to under three touchdowns. I think the Raiders come out of there with a victory. Here's a game that everybody's been talking about. 
and this is actually one of the marquee games. Tennessee Titans go to the to Indianapolis Colts. Good game. Both teams seven and three. Both teams are well. The Colts are in first place. Tennessee's in second. Uh, they're in the same same division. This is actually a divisional rivalry. This is a big game for Tennessee if they want to try to catch Indianapolis um, in this in this division. They need to win this one. And the reason I say that, even though they're they're tied for first and second, is the fact that the Colts had won earlier in the year against them. So if the Colts win again, then they get the tiebreaker. So Tennessee would then have to win the division by one game. And you're already 10 games into the season. You've only after, you've got six games left counting this one. So after this one, there's only five games. If they lose this, eh, it's going to be real hard to win the division. So the games in the Colts are in Indianapolis. What a surprise the Colts have been. I you know I kept saying based on what happens every year. It's only a matter of time before Phillip Rivers falls apart due to age and the fact that that arm he came, he's got to throw a sidearm. I've been wrong so far, but the key here hasn't been, well, the key is Rivers hasn't been making mistakes, but the key has been the Colts' defense. They've got good defense, and defense wins games. And, you know, in the last, they've won their last four out of five games, and I'm looking, they gave up 10 points, 17 points, 21 points, you know, and then even in the, the slinging games where they're on the offensive side where it's been a, a barn burner, uh, they beat Cincy 31-27, they beat Green Bay 34-31. Did you see that game last week against Green Bay? Their defense just shut them down and out in the second half. Green Bay looked terrible in the second half, and it was because of the Colts' defense. So... The question now is, can they stop Derrick Henry? And they're going to have to, and I think they do. Because once you stop him, then you got to make Tannehill throw the ball. And when Tannehill has to throw the ball, as good as he is, uh, I don't see the connection. I, I don't see them coming out victory, victorious in this one. I like the Colts at home. I like Phillip Rivers. He, the key, he hasn't been making mistakes. As long as he doesn't throw the interceptions, he doesn't have to be that perfect quarterback. Let their defense grind out. Let, let Derrick Henry run. He's going to run. He's going to get a touchdown or two, and that's okay. Because if he does that, that's all they do. Then you can rely on Rivers to, to get into the end zone. He's got some big production there with uh, you know Jonathan Taylor and Zach Pascal. So you're going to see a couple things happen there. Um, this is going to be a big game. It's going to be fun to watch. Colts, if the Colts take this one, I think they take the division. And um, I, I like them at home as a small favorite to do so. Let's move on and take a look at... See what's going on in the afternoon. Okay, in the afternoon, we got the... Ah, here's the biggie in the afternoon. Chiefs and the Buccaneers. Kansas City goes to Tampa Bay. It is time for the... It's time for the Tom Brady Show and the Brady Bunch. Can the Brady Bunch do it again? Well, they weren't able to do it last week. But this time, they take on, they take on the best team in football, the Kansas City Chiefs. Brady Bunch is going to need to come up big. 
how do you stop the Chiefs? Then again, how do you get your own offense on the on the wall there? This is the Brady Bunch time. This is what I think here. I'm gonna give you a surprise on this one. And no brainer, everybody would think Kansas City. But when you count out the Brady Bunch, they become the Okay, this is what I think here. I look forward. I think that you're going to see a surprise here. I think you're going to see Tom Brady come out and finally make some noise. And gosh, he's going to need to if you're going to run and gun with Kansas City. I like the Buccaneers here to finally surprise everybody. And the reason being is when you count them out, that's usually when something um, special happens. Everybody's looking at Kansas City and how can you not? They're great. They are the best team in football. They've won the last five in a row. They're scoring 30, 40 points in a game. Um, but it's only a matter of time before Brady comes back and everybody counts him out and has that big game. And he's going to need to. And he's got a lot of offense um, with Mike Evans, Ronald Jones, the Bron uh, Bronc. The question is he just needs to get on track with one of them. Here's your key to this game, and this is why I like them. Buccaneers defense is going to have to come up big, and it's not going to be easy because Kansas City's running the ball, Kansas City's throwing the ball, Kelsey's catching the ball all over the place, uh, Edward Solari's running the ball, even Kareem Hunt's running the ball. It's just going to be hard quick, and it's going to be hard to stop them. So you, you, you know Kansas City's going to put some points on the board. you you, you got to realize they're going to put up at least 21 points. But I think the Buccaneers offense understands that, and they're going to run and gun with them. And I look for an upset here. I just got a funny feeling that Tampa Bay is going to show that they are a team of contention. And as good as Kansas City is, um, I like Tampa at home. I like home team dogs. And that's what you got with this one here. So let's see if I can uh, if I can claim one here. I'm going to go with my long shot or my sleeper. It's going to be Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's going to be an uphill battle, but um, I like it. You know, the, another reason why I like it. It's not a five o'clock prime time game where Tom has not been good. It's it's the afternoon game. So I look for a barn burner and I look for um, Tampa Bay to stay in touch. And another key besides the fact that they've got to find a way to slow down Kansas City is the fourth quarter. And that's because Kansas City finds a way to pour it on in the fourth quarter. And that's usually where Tampa Bay falls apart. So for Tampa Bay to win this, they're going to have to come up big in the fourth quarter. If they do that, I think they can sneak out a win at home. Okay, guys. Now, it is Friday, so it is time for that five-star pick. Remember, I always have a five-star pick for you. Yes, the five-star pick. Unfortunately, last week's five-star pick went down, and um, that's because I had the Dolphins, and it turned out Luck came back, or Locke came back and did play in the game, and um, that just changed everything. Eight and four on the year for the five-star pick. So, I'm sorry, seven and four. So I need to get back on track with the winner, and I'm going to pick the Buffalo Bills are your five-star pick. I didn't re, uh, preview this game, but I like the Bills. They're at home. Chargers, Herbert, good quarterback, can't win the game. Buffalo needs to make the statement that this is their division, the AFC East. 
They usually make that statement at home. I, I look for um, for them to come up big. We know Josh Allen's been healthy. Stefan Diggs is, is gonna uh, certainly gonna contribute to the cause here. Chargers may make a game out of it early, but can't they don't have the ability on the road to play four quarters of football with a good team. Buffalo is a good team. I, I like Buffalo finally to pull away and cover because there is a, a five-point spread here that they got to cover. But Buffalo at home is going to be your five-star pick this week. I like them. Let's see how they do. Okay, guys, I'm going to leave it there for today. This is your Week 12 preview. This is Talk Edition on the weekend. Happy Thanksgiving. I'm glad uh, that we had some football yesterday. And again, if you're not on, follow me on social media, on Twitter, Sport Comedy Show. Facebook and Instagram, Sports Comedy Show. Find me because I'm doing video clips and putting them out there so you guys can uh, do a little video, video, a little video to add to your audio. Hey, I'm Paul from the Sports Comedy Show. I want you to, I want to thank you and have a good day.